So one of the main issues that I have in my own personal life is getting a good night's sleep. So I tend to wake up between 2 and 3 a.m. and then I can't return to sleep. So the next day I'm tired and so I'm not efficient, I'm not functional. And so today I'm joined by an Ayurvedic lifestyle coach, Afrin Sopaliwala. <laughs> Forgive me if I said <laughs> your name wrong, who is going to talk about sleep issues and some home remedies that you could do in your own personal life. So Afrin, why do we have sleep issues in the Ayurvedic perspective? Okay. So the first thing I want to share about is when we get disconnected from the natural circadian rhythm. So, okay, can you explain what circadian yeah. rhythm is? Yeah. In fact, recently, um, somebody, scientists won Nobel Prize for circadian medicine, uh -huh. and they're calling it the future of medicine is being in harmony with circadian rhythms. So the circadian rhythm is a day-night cycle, right? The sun comes up, and if you look at animals and you observe animals, they know what to do when it's sunrise and sunset. They act differently in the seasons. Similarly, as humans, when we were more exposed to the elements, we were well aligned with this day-night cycle. Yeah. Our body still has that intelligence. Huh. Our cells know what time it is in connection to the sun. Huh. Different organs are activated at different times of the day. Huh. And when we are disconnected from that day-night cycle because we spend too much time indoors, we are not exposed to natural sunlight, right. or we're staying up really late, sleeping during the day, that disrupts that gentle, very delicate cycle of sleep. Right. And the longer we disrupt it, the harder it becomes for our body to go back into that cycle. Right. So that's one of the things that disrupts sleep. Similarly, stress and anxiety, of course, when right. you're stressed, your mind is really active. It's hard to fall asleep. Your eating very late at night might also keep you awake and make it harder for you to fall asleep. And also if you're taking stimulants, if you're taking caffeine late in the day or eating maybe sugar or chocolate, stimulating mm. things, energy drinks, yeah. that kind of stimulant activity is also going to disrupt your sleep. But the most important thing is that day night delicate rhythm and right. that's what we need to do right so we have to get back to that delicate rhythm of uh, that we were meant to be aligned with yes okay so afrin i see you have a beautiful chart here can you describe how it relates to our sleep yeah of course so this is the ayurvedic clock yes there are three bio energies in ayurveda we talk about vata pitta and kapha and these are composed of the five elements we see in nature. Right. Vata is air and space. Pitta is fire. Mm -hmm. Kapha is earth and water. So this right. is the grounding energy. Right. So from observation, we have seen that these three energies come into dominance at different times of the day. So this is your clock. It's 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, right? Between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. and also 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., Pitta is most dominant. Right. Now, how does this connect to sleep? So say you're awake. If you've had the experience of being awake close to midnight, you might notice that you were feeling a little bit sleepy at 10, you know, maybe 1030. And then come 12 o'clock midnight. And if you're still awake, you're going to get the second wind of it, you know, wind of energy. Right. You're going to feel more energized. You might even feel hungry. Mm -hmm. That's because this energy comes into dominance. Right. And this energy is your digestive energy. You're supposed to be asleep because if you're asleep at midnight, your 
body is digesting your emotions and thoughts and processing that from the day. Right. So you're, if you're asleep idly at that time, if you're awake, you're going to feel hungry and your body is going to be energized. Okay. So similarly, if you've had the experience of waking up early in the morning, say mm-hmm. 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. if yeah. you've had to get on a flight, mm-hmm. you have this clear clarity in the morning, early morning hours. Mm-hmm. You feel refreshed even if you haven't gotten, you know, even if you think it's so early. Mm-hmm. But say you've had a full eight hours of sleep and you're waking up somewhere at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. You've had eight hours of sleep, but you might still feel heavy and sluggish. Mm-hmm. That's because it's kapha time. This is the time when you're going to feel that stagnation and heavy if you're waking up at this time. So the guidance is to try and be asleep before this midnight hour, ideally by 10.30. If you're asleep, you're going to get the best quality sleep as possible. And then again, try to wake up with the sun. Wake up when the sun rises a little bit before, definitely before 7, 7.30 a.m. Because otherwise you're going to feel that heaviness and sluggishness and that you'll carry that with you through the day. I understand that for some people, you know, who work late nights, this might, this is an ideal scenario and maybe this is not going to work for everybody. So just do the best that you can and you might need to take some herbal supplements and we'll talk about more remedies. Right. Okay. So um, if we go to sleep before 10.30 a.m., is that okay? I mean, 10.30 p.m., yeah. is that also okay? That's ideal, yes. Oh, bef- oh okay, 10.30 p.m. or before? Yes, okay. yes. And, How, um, but can you sleep too early, like at 8 p.m.? No, if you sleep at 8, 9, that's, that's great. You're probably going to be awake then by 4 o'clock, and that mm. is the best time to be creative. Vata right. is, you know, air and space. So this right. is your creativity, your clarity, great time for meditation, journaling, okay. writing. Just don't sleep fall asleep during the pitta yes i see because that's the fire right i get it i get it so you could sleep anytime here yes oh okay so how about when people take naps like in the afternoon naps are okay in the summer okay you know and of course if you are exerting yourself too much taking a nap when you're sick or if you're young and elderly people are recommended you can take naps but for most of us most of us ayurveda doesn't recommend napping during the day because that might increase that quality of heaviness and sluggishness. But um, when you're not well, or if you're really tired, a short nap, 20, 30 minutes is good to recuperate. Okay, so that's probably maybe why I'm having some issues because I'm sleeping somewhere over here Mm. or here. And you know, I know it's, if you try to go to bed at 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. tonight, you're not gonna fall asleep. So you have to shift maybe by half an hour. Start Mm -hmm. by trying 11 p.m. And then move to 10.30 and see how that feels. Yeah, right, right. I, yeah. Seriously, because I mean, I because I, I, I don't sleep over here. I go somewhere here. Yeah. So that that's I'm not going in flow with the rhythm that yeah. we should be. Just try it. You know, okay. it takes about, I would say, three weeks for that rhythm to really right. set in. But right. you're going to really love being a you know, early morning, (laughs) waking up in that vata energy. Yeah, right. Yeah. I struggle with it too. Yeah. It's very easy to be awake late. Yeah, absolutely. But this chart makes it really clear about how we should be sleeping to be in flow with these energies. The three doshas, pitta, vata, and kapha. Okay. Thank you for showing us this Mm -hmm. chart. Of course. So Afrin, what are some of the Ayurvedic remedies for sleep? 
Mm -hmm. So there's several self-care practices we can do, but I want to touch back again with that circadian rhythm. We mm -hmm. talked about the timing and how important it is to get that good seven to eight, even maybe nine hours of sleep if you need to. And one of the things that we want to do is create a bedtime routine and even a little bit of a morning routine. If you want to get a good night's sleep, you have to set yourself up before you go to bed so that you don't just show up in bed and you're trying to sleep. Some people fall asleep like this, but for some of us, it's, you know, we can stay awake for hours yes. trying to get to sleep, right? So what you want to do is that one, at least an hour before bedtime, you want to begin with some self-care rituals. You might take a cup of tea. We're going to talk about some herbs. You might do a self-massage. We're going to talk about that as well. You know, doing some self-care practices mm -hmm. to ground yourself into your body. Because we spend the whole day being really active up here. Right. And if we keep this active as we're getting ready for bed, it's not going to shut down very easily when you lay down. That's true. So that one hour of wind down time is you also want to cut out bright blue lights. Blue light is the light we see during the day. The natural light of the sun has a lot of blue light. Mm -hmm. Now, if we're exposed to a lot of bright blue lights or what looks to us as white light during the nighttime, it tells our brain that it's still day right. and it's not going to produce those hormones that we need to sleep like melatonin. Mm -hmm. So we want to cut out the exposure to that bright blue light by using, you actually get these blue light blocker glasses, very okay. simple on, you oh. know, online. So they block out those blue lights if you, you know, for the last hour or so before bedtime, you can use that. Mm -hmm. um, also, you want to not be on your phones, TVs, screens too close to bedtime. At least give an hour of break from your screens. Oh, really? So that the white light from our screens is not disrupting. Like because our brains and this chemistry of sleep is very delicate and subtle, mm -hmm. right? So the light disrupts it. So the blue lo blue blockers help. Our phones also nowadays have um, apps that that change the light. You can make them more yellow and warmer tones in the okay. evening to protect from the white light. Okay. The second part to this light therapy, as I like to call it, is getting exposure to morning sunlight. Okay. If you expose yourself to some sunlight in the morning, your body is going to get back into that rhythm more easily. And also during the day, if you can be exposed to natural light. So sit, you know, do your work by windows instead of a room where there's no natural light. Okay, so sit by windows. So those that's one whole category of creating a bedtime routine and a morning routine to get your sleep in a nice harmony. Okay. But there's other things we can do. In Ayurveda, we love putting oil on your body. Mm -hmm. the, the idea of Ayurvedic oil massage. The oil has that heavy grounding effect on the system. Mm -hmm. So our nerves, which are usually overly stimulated in the world we live in because yeah. we're busy, we're active, we're moving, we're doing so much. We need to balance that with some grounding. Okay. And the when oil, do we use the herbs? Oh, I mean the, the oils. oils. Yeah. yeah. So the self-massage at night, if you have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, doing a little bit of an oil massage before bedtime mm -hmm. is a great thing to do. But we, we like to put oil, you can do it after your bath during yeah. the morning ritual as well. But specifically for night, if you don't want to do the whole body, the least minimum is your feet. Okay. Doing a foot massage and also a scalp massage. So scalp massage could be taking, um, I'll mention an oil called Brahmi oil. Brahmi is an herb that is a nervine, really good for the brain and the mind. Yeah. So a little bit of Brahmi oil, 
just in the top of your crown, mm-hmm. massaging it in, let it get absorbed. Mm-hmm. And that's again going to tell you, you're going to feel, start to feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. In fact, they say, if you have a newborn baby, just massaging the top of the baby's crown helps them calm down and sleep too. Yes. So just another thing to try. Brahmi oil. Okay. Yeah. So we'll remember that. And you can use the same oil on your feet. Okay. If you want to use oil, just, and you know, we'll demonstrate that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, using that on your feet relaxes the nerves. All of your nerves end in your feet. So right. that's going to tell your nerves, let's wind down. Let's relax. Can we use any other oils? Yes, of course. You can use um, a coconut oil okay. in the summertime. It's a little cooler. Sesame oil is also a favorite in Ayurveda because mm-hmm. it's really good for our body and our skin. Mm-hmm. So do you have any other remedies? Yes, I've brought along some essential oils, some oils and some teas, and I can happy to share about them. Okay. So Afrin, please describe what you have here. Okay, so a whole bunch of goodies. So I have, um, well, here's some magnesium. A lot of us are deficient in magnesium and it can help, especially this form of it, it helps you sleep. So this is something that I recommend to take as a supplement. Another way to get magnesium is by soaking in a bath. Okay. So doing that a couple times a week, if possible, with some lavender essential oil, it's going to help you again, has that effect of calming the system using external sources. You can also, of course, smell and inhale the lavender to have an effect on the mind okay and then of course there is there are different teas that are available in the market i really like chamomile Um, there also is sometimes a valerian tea or a lavender tea that i like to drink so those again something hot you know we're going to also talk about golden milk so golden milk is an ayurvedic recipe Traditionally used with dairy milk, but now I recommend using an almond milk. So you take a cup of the milk, warm it up, and then take half a teaspoon of the turmeric, mix it in, and add in a pinch of either nutmeg powder or cinnamon powder, depending on what you like. Nutmeg has an effect on also helping with the sleep. So you just blend this in with the almond milk and then drink it. And it's very nourishing Kind of, if you're feeling hungry, you tend to feel hungry Mm -hmm. before bedtime. This is another thing to to take that feels like your stomach isn't empty and helps you sleep. I also have your ashwagandha root. Um, You've probably heard about ashwagandha. It's a very well-known Ayurvedic herb Mm -hmm. that has, that is known as an adaptogen, which helps your body deal with stress. Ashwagandha also is known to have an impact on sleep. There are several, many other Ayurvedic herbs my partner and fiance, Ram Tamang. I think you all had a whole video about, we're talking stress, about anxiety. stress and anxiety, right. where he talks more about herbs. But um, this is uh, some quick things that you probably have at home that are going to help you have a deep sleep, along with coming back into rhythm with the circadian, yeah. uh, circadian rhythm and the bedtime routine, the self-care massage. Okay. So in terms of this one, I see the ashwagandha. This looks like more of the dried root. Yes. So can they get that? Well, um, you, I don't think this is easy to get in your health food store. Right, you why. get it online from a, or your local okay. herbologist will have it. Um, I do see ashwagandha in a lot of health food stores in a capsule form. Yeah, and even I see that. I'm seeing it more as a powder form in some Indian stores, organic ashwagandha. Yeah. But I like to steep this in my tea infuser and then um, I mix different things in my tea every day. I like to have mm. a variety, but 
Um, you can take it as a capsule as well if you really need more serious herbal support. Okay. Anything else in terms of oils and herbs that you want to mention? I think we've covered so much. I want you know I want to encourage you to try maybe two or three things from this list. Yeah. You know and just see the difference in your life. Try it for a week or two weeks. Right, right from taking something for your body, some kind of self-care practice and shifting the timing, minding the light, and you're going to really have a change in your sleep routine. Thank you. So if you want to know more about Afrin and her lifestyle coaching in Ayurveda, please visit her website at liveayurvedic.com. And in the next weeks or months, she's going to launch a podcast about Ayurvedic lifestyle. So check that out in the future. She's not sure exactly when she's <laughs> going to launch it, but it's going to be pretty soon. So it's liveayurvedic.com. And I encourage you to join our Facebook group, which is uh, where you could have live healing meditations, one-on-one -on -one private sessions, and that URL, URL link is facebook.com slash groups slash yin and yang living. And if you like this video, please make sure to share it and subscribe to our channel. And if you want to visit all of my spiritual and holistic living tips, just go to my website at yin and yang living.com. Namaste.